Howdy folks, welcome back to the MatchNet Podcast. I think you're gonna really appreciate this episode if you are trying to figure out like what is your mission? What is your conviction in life? What is your your purpose, if you will, in, in this life thing? And uh, I've been thinking a lot about this idea of mission and also thinking about like what is my own purpose and mission in this life? So if you've ever thought anything along these lines, then I think you're gonna appreciate this video, right? <clears throat> so uh, just to welcome everyone to the MatchNet Podcast, if you are new here, it's a, it's a podcast for single folks who preparing well for the matching and blessing and trying to have a smashing blessing in the future and relationship and family. And it's the only podcast that we know of that is about the matching and blessing. So I would encourage you guys to follow, subscribe, share with people, most importantly, that you love in your life. And let's get started. All right. So here I'm going to explain three ways uh, that having a clear mission in your life will will help you be more fulfilled and happier and also importantly, uh, eliminate unwanted behaviors. Um, that you might have in your life, right? And I think this is nuanced, but it's very important. I'll explain why in a second. So here's why I'm talking about this, what sparked this uh, interest in me. I've been watching a bunch of videos about near-death experiences, which a lot of people don't do, I think. I, I feel like I've been watching these videos of people who die to go to spirit world and then are uh, brought back to life and they see the very similar things. Like they go, they see a guardian angel, they see you know Jesus Christ, they see God, they experience what they call unconditional love. They use those terms, right? Even people that are not religious, here's the thing. And it's not just a few people. It's like, like thousands and thousands of people over many, many decades that are experiencing very similar things. So to me, when I see this, I'm like, why is no one talking about this? Like, this is pretty incredible, uh, all these stories, right? And why is this not mainstream yet? So I've been going down this rabbit hole personally. And what has been most fascinating to me is that many of them have accounts where they are implored and suggested by God or an angel to come back to earth to fulfill a specific mission. And they're asked to come back to earth to fulfill a mission, right? So naturally, I was like, wow, does that mean that everyone is being suggested a mission? Does everyone have a mission? Where does that mission come from? Do we have that mission from the beginning of our life? When is that mission given to us? And also, does everyone get a mission or is it only some people that are really special that get a mission? How do we uncover the mission? So I had all these question rights. <laughs> so I really went deep into myself and did some research and figuring out this question. And uh, I, I can't say I've completely cracked the code, but I feel, I feel confident in, in, the, uh, in the response that I got from, from my, my heart and from God. So I'm here to share that with you. And if you find it valuable, then I, that's all I really want for you guys. Uh, some guys that I've been mentoring um, have found it very helpful, so I wanted to share it. Okay, so three reasons, first of all, three reasons why it's very helpful and important to have a mission that we're moving towards. And then I'm gonna talk about how to find your mission and some steps that you can take today, all right? Okay, reason number one, you should have a mission, is that it replaces the artificial thrill and excitement of unwanted behaviors. Now, I specifically talk about this uh, because I have been doing a lot of educating to people with porn addiction, right? Or addiction, sexual addiction. And I will say that it's, everybody has unwanted behaviors. And I think that the tendency is that the less exciting our life is, the more that we tend to gravitate towards unwanted behaviors, right? And you can probably extrapolate a few examples into your own life, like social media, like whipping out your phone when you know that you should be working on other things, like playing video games excessively, like, you know, drugs, alcohol, like anger, even violence, right? Are all forms of unwanted behaviors or even addictions. So having something in your life that's like the replacement 
it's it's the replacement of the artificial thrill that those behaviors do provide temporarily right so in other words reason number two is that if you have a mission in your life something you're striving for something that you're excited for something that you can't wait to start in the morning and you can't sleep at night because you're thinking about it those types of missions it gives you a default activity to do when you are feeling experiencing boredom or loneliness or stress or anxiety or frustration or anger and I'll remind you guys that those emotions are not bad. They're unpleasant, yes. They're not inherently bad or wrong. Think about this for a second. Why did God give us boredom or loneliness, right? Why did God inherently give us the God-given human characteristics of stress and anxiety? It's because they're all motivators. They're motivators, my friends. They're motivators to get us to do things that serve not only ourselves, but others, that serve the community, that serve our family, the group, things that are helpful, things that uncover our true potential, uncover the things that are unique to us that we can only, only we and only I and only you can contribute to the group. And it motivates us to find those things and to serve our community. And that's how we progress the world, all right? And the big challenge that we're facing right now in society, especially in the last few decades, is that it's easier than ever before to deal with those emotions in a unproductive, destructive way, Okay. When you're bored, what's the tendency that people have? I'm going to go on social media. I'm going to go play video games. I'm going to go watch porn. Those are not, those are not healthy behaviors. I'm sorry. They're not given, uh, we're not given these emotions so that we're motivated to do things that are destructive to us. And those things are very temporarily and superficial forms of thrill and excitement that do not satisfy the genuine need we have for something that's a mission in our lives, right? And I'm not, when I say mission, I don't mean something that's, you know, going to change the world or be revolutionary. It can be simple as I'm going to have an incredible family. I'm going to have a marriage and a blessing that I'm proud to say is one of the greatest accomplishments of my life. I'm going to raise children, many children, like that. Those kinds of things are missions. And when we use our emotional, uh, our, our emotional dependencies and needs to fuel things that are unhealthy for us. That's how destruction has happened. That's how unwanted behaviors and addictions are formed, all right? So number three reason having a mission is really critically important is because having a mission makes you happier. It makes you more fulfilled. It just does. You feel more fulfilled. Even if you never achieve your mission, even if you're going, uh, you're, you're working on a project in your life that you are not even sure if it's the right way to go. But just the fact that you're putting in the work you're, you're trying your best. You're having a genuine, sincere pursuit of doing things that are helpful to others, that are, that are life-giving, that make you feel good, that are healthy for you and healthy for others. The genuine pursuit of that is enough to feel fulfilled. And that's what true fulfillment is. It's not getting to the top of the mountain, but it's the journey of getting there. It's the genuine, sincere pursuit of waking up every day and doing the work that is required to get there that people feel the most fulfillment, you know? It's not when you make X, Y, and Z amount of money. It's not when you lose X, X, Y, Z amount of pounds or gain X, Y, Z amount of weight in your, in your bench press, right? It's not about those things. It's about their genuine pursuit of working hard to get there that gives us the fulfillment, the progress that's made. And we look back and we go, man, I have grown. Man, I have succeeded. What's next? I think that's what true fulfillment comes from, right? So, when I woke up after watching a bunch of videos about what is my mission? Do I have a mission? What is it that my mission is? 
I was really, really trying to figure this out, right? And so I asked myself this question and I come to, I, I came, I conclude with four things that I'm actively working on now to help me uncover my mission and follow it, right? And I want to share them with you all. Number one is uh, the perspective that it, a mission is something that's uncovered over time. It's not something that we're born with, but it's uncovered over time. And the reason for that is number two, because God gave us free will to choose. So I don't think that is a predestined mission. I don't, I don't, I don't believe, according to what I understand in the divine principle, God, did, God gave us free will and therefore predestination or the idea that our entire life or mission is already set before us and we just have to accept it. I don't think that's true. But rather that the, the mission that is given to us is a suggestion from God. And from the interviews that I watched about people that had these near-death experiences, <clears throat> their experience was that God was asking them, not forcing them to go back to earth to fulfill their mission, but imploring them, like, please go back and, and accomplish the mission, this mission. Because that does respect the free will that every man and woman is given. It does not undermine the freedom of choice that every person is given. It's implored upon us. Please do this, right? So that's one perspective that's been, I guess, helpful for me to uncover, like, what is my mission? What do I want to focus on? Is understanding that it's it's uncovered over time and it's something that we have to choose. And it's not something that's just, here's the only mission for you and that's it, All right? And that brings me to number three, is that you must have conviction and passion for the mission. You have to. And I believe this with all my heart because if I woke, if I had some spiritual revelation or near-death experience and God said to me, Benji, you need to make plush toys for Disney. <laughs> I'd probably wake up and be like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I'm good, right? Because like God is smart enough to give us and wise enough to give us free will to choose a path or choose a mission that we personally have conviction in. So I believe that whatever the mission that we follow in our lives and we decide to follow, right, which is an important point, is that we're choosing it, we have to have conviction in it. We have to have the passion, the drive that gets us to wanting to do it. Because if we don't have conviction, how likely is it that we're going to do it? If true father did not have conviction and passion, even though Jesus implored him to take on this mission, right? According to the what I understand in the autobiography, Jesus asked true father three times before he said yes, right? And it was, was God saying like, you have to do this. This is it's mandatory. It's like, no, please take on this mission. And after being asked so many times, true father said, okay, I can do this. And if true father didn't say it with conviction, he would have given up immediately. Think about that for a second. If he didn't have complete conviction in what he was doing in the mission, he would have given up long, long ago. But because he has conviction, because God was smart and wise enough to give us free will of choice, it's a beautiful combination and equation to help us to find a mission, accomplish it, and move towards it, right? And this brings me to the fourth point that I found very helpful is that we have to never stop searching for the mission, but also we have to never stop starting. We have to start somewhere. And I think many people are... Uh, in uh, analysis paralysis where they're trying to think like, what is my mission? What is it? Is this it? Is this it? Is this it? I think we have to start it. And the the road to figuring out like what our purpose in life is, whatever you want to call it, is really just uncovering step-by-step step what it might be. It's like you take a step in one direction and you think it's usually not going to be the complete opposite direction. It's going to be directionally correct, usually. Directionally, if you go this way, you might want to pivot a little bit and figure out like, is maybe it's this way, maybe go this way. I'll just share like really honestly right here on the podcast. 
I started this podcast, number one, in the beginning because it was like, I want to help people have the confidence to get matched and blessed and let people know that it's not that difficult and you don't have to be afraid and, and we can do it together, right? And give you guys some mental liberation about uh, you know, how to do this because I know how much anxiety and stress it caused because I know how hard it was for me to prepare for the matching blessing, right? So that's where we started. But I, over time, I've changed it to like, well, I really want to help people to overcome uh, unwanted behaviors like addictions or, uh, you know, uh, or that sort of thing. And then over time, it's like, well, it's not, to me, it's not really about helping people be addiction because I care less about that, but I care more about the fact that when people do have addictions, even though they don't want to, for example, if people have, someone has a porn addiction and they don't want to, and it causes them so much torment and shame and they feel like a piece of garbage and because they feel like they're unworthy of grace and they're unworthy in front of God and from their family, in front of their community because of their addiction, that's what I care about. And I care about taking people out of that. In other words, guys, I care about giving people the unconditional love of grace that I've received in my life from, from God, from my wife, from my parents. I want to pass on as much of that as I can to people. And that's why I do what I do. So ultimately, like my mission, whatever you want to call it, that I have decided upon my life, I don't know if it's directionally correct right now. It might be. I hope it is, is that I want to help people experience God's love. I want to help people experience grace. And I do that through this podcast. I do that through mentoring people through addictions. I do that because I care about this mission. I feel like that's where I'm going. And so ultimately, everything I'm doing, every step I'm taking is helping me accomplish that mission and go in that direction. And what's interesting is that more and more people are coming on board, like coming to me and trying to help with this. And I'm realizing that it's not about me. It's not my mission. It's our mission. Like it's our mission that we're trying to do. I'm trying to help to parents accomplish the mission that they came to do, to bequeath the blessing, to bequeath God's real essence and real heart to people. And I'm part of that ship. I'm part of that crew. I'm part of that boat. And I'm helping steering that boat in the right direction. And I'm doing what I can to do it, right? So I'm not saying that I have the answers to what my mission or what your mission is, but I know that it has to be uncovered. And I believe, I believe at this point in my life that there is a mission that is laid before you that you just have to trust is there and take the steps. And I was praying about this really deeply. I don't meditate very often, but I was meditating uh, the other day and I was like trying to empty my mind. And I was thinking like asking God, like what is the path that you've laid before me? Like, what is my mission? And am I on that path? And you know what I got, what I received when I was praying like that? What I received from God was I'm, I trust you 100%. I unconditionally trust you. You have to trust me. And I was like, there you go. Like trust, I realized, is a two-way thing. God is always trusting you. God believes in you already. You just have to trust God. You just have to trust that, ev that you are walking on this path. And even though there might be obstacles, even though it's not a linear straight path, it might be rocky sometimes, it might be muddy sometimes, but you're on the right path. And you just have to walk with God and trust that eventually you'll get there. And God is just saying, I trust you already. Now you need to trust me. All right, lots of love to you guys. See ya.